She's going to share some of their stories. Some have glorious stories. Some have disappointments along the way. Some are in the midst of that disappointment for us. But that doesn't stop us continuing to serve him and to love them. So I'm going to leave those stories for Oz to share in a moment. As I shared about what Arthur was doing, we now have some 34 students studying in university. We've had six of our students now graduate from university in business finance, in geography. We have a math teacher. We have an engineer. We have one who's just graduated in the United States. And we have a, our first medical student that will finish in June this year. Our academic school has our first grade 12 in 2017. We have over 1,600 students. We're building a new church. We're renovating bathrooms. We're raising funds to build a new girls' area. And we're working with a lawyer at the moment to establish an Iris Australia office here. We've brought in over 900 children onto the base in the last 15 years and 600 of those are now back living with family. Obeying God is a joy. It gives me peace and satisfaction even when storms come. Obedience is not about suffering but, but being obedient does not mean also that everything is perfect. And there are lots of storms but the, the storms do subside and it's okay. Ros will share some of those stories this morning as well. We've had this year blackouts, storms. We've run out of water on the base at the moment. Africa is in drought and famine. We've had some budget cuts. We've had some huge gifts given to us. Many times our visitor compound is empty. Other weeks it's full to overflowing. This is life as we live it on this earth. But being in the middle of God's plan for your life is amazing. It's worth it. He's with you and he always will be. It's a challenge. But Arthur Blessed says in this video, even in the challenges, circumstances don't change the call. I'm going to ask Roz to come and share stories, show her famous annual DVD. And then we're going to... Uh, pray for you. Good morning. It's always lovely to be home amongst friends and family. And like Steve said, thank you for your support over so many years. Um, I always want to honour Leonie, who's prayed for us for so many years, lifted up her hands in the prayer closet. Thank you for that, Leonie. That's really precious to us. Um, the DVD this year uh, is quite different. Um, usually we show you like the before and the after, you know, the sad, sick babies that come in and they're the chubby or naughty adolescents. But um, <laughs> this year it opens up with one of our precious boys that came to us about 10, 10 or 12 years ago, Anasio. He was very wasted and suffering from chronic illnesses and he wasn't able to, his body wasn't able to overcome that illness and so after I think he was with us for 10 years, he passed away last year. And you can imagine he was 19 when he passed away, very influential amongst his peers. So really sad for his peers that age when you're invincible to have one of your best friends pass away. That was one of our lows of last year, one of our sadnesses. But in that we can 
be happy that we gave him the best that we could give him when he was thrown away by his family and unloved by, by society, that we picked him up. And uh, he's, he's given us as much joy as we gave him. Uh, you'll see Cremilda who came to us um, when she was four. Uh, she lived with us in our dormitory until she fell pregnant last year and she's moved out into a home. She's got a new little baby, Sophia, who although doesn't have grandparents, she's very much loved by a lot of adolescents over there. A lot of girls want to hold her and she's passed around. And so that was our excitement for Cremilda to see her come safely through childbirth, which is something in Mozambique uh, women are really quite frightened that they might pass away in childbirth. So for her to come through childbirth and she's got a gorgeous, healthy little baby, you'll see her come up there. Um, you'll see Leisure, who's um, been with us for about uh, 12 years. Well, yeah, 12 years. She um, has been reintegrated to a house with her older sister. She turned um, 17 last year and we found a, a house for her in the community. It's one of our ministry houses that we built. We renovated for her and her and her older sister live there. And so, and she took our little fluffy dog, Blessing, with her. So <laughs> he is the guard dog in the community. It's now a flea bag, but... <laughs> She's doing really well out there. We talked to her the other night on the telephone and she's doing very well. We're really excited about that reintegration. You'll see Ernesto and Angelo as little babies. Um, they came to us when they were two weeks old and they're turning 17 this year. And they're, so they're really the, the next generation and they're, they're doing as well as 17-year-olds do. He rang us and he hasn't talked to us for a few months, but he rang us the other day to tell us his telephone was broken. Very important fact, he needs a new one, Papa Steve. <laughs> I think um, people often ask me, you know, do we grow weary of what we do? Don't we get tired of what we do? And yes, we do. We get tired of the corruption. We get tired of the lying and the stealing. I particularly get tired of seeing children thrown away because they're sick or they're malnourished and so then people think they're sick. We do get tired of that and our, our centre isn't an orphanage, it's a revolving door, it's a crisis centre. So we bring the children in, we try to empower the family to receive them back again and so we then bring more children in. And so I've seen more sadness in the 17 years than I ever, ever thought I'd see in my whole life. But I'm really encouraged by the word in Galatians 6. It says, do not grow weary for doing good because in the right time you will reap a harvest. And I'm always reminded of the, th the people that have sowed into us, our centre. Like some of you might remember Maureen Puddle who came out and, and prayed for two years that we would have a, an intercession place, a place of prayer, a house of prayer. And we opened that in 2013, didn't we? Maureen stayed two years. She didn't see the fruit of her prayers for 12, 10 years. But you'll see the kids up there. They're singing a little song and waving banners. And about 200 children come Tuesday and Friday for intercession and it's not kind of pretty and nice and organised because there's 200 children there but it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of prayer and you call them up to pray for something specific and they go and pray for whatever they feel like but God is there and the Holy Spirit there is there and it's it's fabulous but that encourages me that you might not see the fruit of your of, of your prayers or the works for a long time you might never get to see it but Something like the prayer room, I always remember Maureen. Day in and day out, she'd pray. And then it came to pass. So you'll see the kids in the intercession up there. 
But the thing I wanted to really convey this year was the happiness, the happiness and the joy that, that the kids have on the base. And they have that because of song and dance and play. And we do a lot of that. And so this um, past year, our school organised a, a competition for dance and, and um, singing. And you'll see the kids up there in the choir. And I know that I know that they get lost in that place of singing and dance and their, their sorrows fall away from them. I don't know that you can really sing and dance and still feel really sad about things, but they don't. And so up here I wanted to just convey to you the things that we can do positively for them. We've, we've started play therapy for just a couple of our really traumatised kids and that's going amazingly. I'm totally inexperienced in it. don't know what I'm doing, but it's doing them a lot of good. We've got equine therapy happening for a couple of our traumatised kids, the older kids that play therapy is inappropriate for. And then they have continually dance, dance and singing. And I just think that the joy that we see in our base, it's different to other centres. And I know that the kids find themselves in that place of dance. So if you want to put the DVD up, we're ready to roll. the broth. Okay, I'll give them on the flash drive here. It's obviously, it worked at the earlier service, obviously an attack of the enemy. I don't know what is <laughs> happening there. <laughs> we'll take up another offering, I don't know while we're... It's on there, I think it's... So while they're, while they're getting that ready, I just wanted to pray for you, that's what, um, and that is for your, for your walk of obedience. You know, your, what God's calling you to do is... Uh, different to what he's calling me to do. And often um, we find it hard to step into that place of obedience because we're not sure it's God or we're, we're not prepared for the risk. Sometimes we've done that in the past. We've stepped into what God's asked us to do and we've been disappointed. It hasn't worked out well. But I want to encourage you this morning and we're going to be... Um, here to pray for people at the end of the service just to encourage you in your walk you know as I say our, our little stories um, Mozambique but God has a story for you and I'm sure if you spoke to Martin and Roz about what they're doing 
in the healing rooms. They have amazing victories and disappointments, but they don't stop because no one came this week or, or, or this person didn't get healed. They continue on. And, uh, and I want to encourage you, if God's calling you into something, take a small step forward into it. Like Rob said to me this morning, See, that shirt's really, really like 1970s, you know, with my shirt. And the lovely lady behind me, totally unprovoked, said, yes, a lovely shirt you've got on this morning. But you see, maybe God's saying, go and buy Steve a new shirt because it's really, this one's no good. Please do that. I'm just joking. But, you know, when God speaks to us, he wants us to do something about it. I've been at a couple of conferences over our time in Australia and, you know, God speaks to people and they're not sure what to do. Make a step forward into what he has. That was the last story I had. Let's show the video. Why don't we just stand this morning? There you are. I'm just going to ask you just to lift your hands to the Lord. You know, I, I know it's in worship, but it can also be in surrender, you know. When we surrender to the Lord, we just lift our hands to Him. And, and I just want for a moment just again to surrender your life to the Lord, what He's calling you to do. It's not about Mozambique or it's about what God's calling you to do in obedience to him. In your home, in your school, in your place of work, in your ministry, in the church. God, I want obedience. I'm going to step out into obedience again. Even though it, I was disappointed last time, even though it didn't work out. I'm going to do that because I don't want to waste my life. I don't want to waste time. And, and maybe you're not sure what God's asking you to do. Well, to, this morning we, we want to encourage you and pray for you and help you just to uh, step into the purposes of God. Father, I thank you for the um, hundreds of people that are before me this morning. Lord, you changed the world with just a dozen. You can certainly transform Canberra with the congregation that's here this morning. If each man, woman and child would say yes to you, and, Father, be obedient to the calling in their life. They're not called to be Arthur Blessed or Arthur Connor or Andrew Baker. They're called to be, Lord, who you've asked them to be. So, Father, I pray blessing on them this morning. I pray for open ears, open eyes, open hearts, steps of obedience, risk takers, world changers, Lord, to be birthed this morning. Because, Lord, they serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And, Lord, whether it's with their neighbour or whether it's across the world, Lord, that they would fulfil the great commission of Matthew 28. I bless them this morning. I pray, Lord, in all that we do, it would be with joy. It would be with thankfulness. It would be, Lord, unto you. And we're just blessed, Lord, in this nation that we can pray in the name of Jesus. If you want prayer this morning for anything that we've shared, or, or maybe for something totally unrelated, maybe for healing, maybe for a family situation. Uh, Roz and I and the prayer team would love to spend a minute or an hour with you just praying and encouraging you in your walk. And so be blessed on your way. I don't know, um, Catherine, whether you want to say anything? No? Okay. Be blessed on your way. We'd just love to uh, spend some time praying with anyone who needs 
uh, prayer this morning. Thanks so much. God bless you. Amen.